0: I like to wear something that I haven't been wearing out all day. So I'll bring an actual pair of pajamas and I'll wear them the whole trip just to bed. I won't wear them out and about. So usually bring two... Good, you're
1: not wearing your pajamas out and about. I like to hear
0: that. (laughs) This (laughs) is (whistles) the final call for a
1: The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast. Episode 375. With 352 commercial airports, this state has two and a half times more airports than any other state in the entire U.S. Want to take a guess what state that is? Hang on to the end and I'll let you know. You want to know the biggest problem people have with packing and the question that we get asked the most when people say, how can you pack in just a carry on? It comes down to one item. For guys, girls, doesn't matter. It comes down to one item and that is shoes. People do not understand how we can pack in just a carry-on because they look at us and say, well, I need all these shoes. And they're telling us, you know, dress shoes and sneakers and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? It is almost impossible to pack in a carry-on if you are packing a ton of shoes. And that's why you need a pair of shoes that can be super versatile, super comfortable, and the perfect travel shoe. And I have looked long and hard For a great travel shoe. And that's why I'm so excited that I finally found one. They're unisex. Heather loves them as well. We've been rocking them on all of our trips. We're wearing them right now as we're on a trip to the Pacific Northwest and they are fantastic. I could not be happier that I finally found the perfect travel shoe and a shoe that I can recommend to you as well. So if you're looking for that perfect travel shoe, Guy or girl, doesn't matter. Go to suavs, S-U-A-V-S dot com. Make sure you use the promo code EPOP. That'll get you 15% off your order over there. Check them out. Suavs dot com, S-U-A-V-S dot com. The perfect travel shoe. We're talking packing today. And over the last eight years, we have gotten pretty dang good at packing. We're going to give you our complete checklist for packing. We're going to give you tips and tricks for how you can be a better packer. But here's the thing. You could follow all of our tips. You could get everything on our checklist. You could get down to just a care and you could be super excited. You could be a really great packer, but none of that matters If the piece of luggage that you have with you breaks on your trip and you're stuck with one backpack strap or you're stuck with your zipper broken, you have to you know, get safety pins and and put it all together. It's going to ruin your trip if your luggage fails. And so back in the day, I used to think, why are people buying more expensive luggage? Who cares? I'd go get any piece of luggage until I had a piece of luggage break. And that's when I realized, oh, this is why it's good to spend money on a decent piece of luggage. So if you are looking for the best travel care on backpack, the one that I have used around the world with me for the last six years, check out Tortuga Backpacks. You can do that by going to tortugabackpacks.com and using the special promo code EPOP. That'll get you 10% off anything you order. One, two,
0: three. I'll show you Paris in the morning. I'll show not yeah, well yeah,
1: Hello travel nerds and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who was fortunate enough to get both a brand new website and a brand new outdoor shed all in the same week. What a lucky gal, my wife, my constant travel companion. Someone who's been waiting a long time for both of these things. Heather.
0: It's very true. I feel like a very lucky gal. Our new website is finally live. We've been waiting to redesign the site. We've worked with a couple different designers in the past. It has been a very long process over a couple of years and we finally just decided to buckle down, put in all of the hard It's really hard work to redesign a website. There's a lot that goes into it. So, we are really proud of how it looks and super excited. And the shed, I mean, you got me the shed for Mother's Day last year. So it's now been another Mother's Day past. And it's finally here so that we can organize our backyard. This isn't very travel friendly or location independent, but when you have a home base, you want your home base to look nice.
1: Yeah, I mean it is kind of location independence based with a new shed because we do need a place to put our stuff when we go away that we can lock up. So we do have a shed. And if you guys have not checked out the site in a while, head on over, pack of One of the reasons that we're doing today's episode and we're doing a packing list is one of the things that we are giving away. If you're doing if you're listening this sometime. Pretty soon after it was released, one of the things that we're doing is giving away our packing list in a PDF form as a checklist that you can go and just you know download it. You could print it out if you wanted. You could you know you could literally go print it out and check it off physically if you wanted. And as we were doing that, we thought, okay, you know, this took a lot of time and effort to get this PDF ready, make it short, concise for you. And we thought, well, we're going to turn this into a podcast too because some of you guys. Only listen to the podcast. You don't even go to the website. But if you do go to the website and you're not on the email list, you can opt in. You can get that uh, packing PDF that we made. And we're going to do that in audio form today by going through first women's stuff, then men's stuff. Then we'll go through like electronics and other necessities. And last, we will end with kids slash infant stuff that we pack. And we're doing that last because if you don't have kids or infants, you don't need that. Well, then that's at the end, so you can listen all the way through. And if you want to, you can skip through that. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you. And these are our favorite things. So the amount of things that we pack and our favorites to give you a little bit, to make it even easier, because our whole goal this to minimize the stress when it comes to packing.
0: Absolutely, and I don't know about all of you, but when I have to pack for a trip, I like it to be like a science, because we travel very often, and packing is such a slog. You know, I always kind of dread it, so what I try to do is pack almost like a capsule wardrobe, and if you don't know what that is, it's kind of a buzzword now that um, women and men too, use to just have a minimal amount of stuff that everything matches. And that way you can pack in a carry-on. You don't have to have lots of extra bags that you're waiting for. They get lost if you have checked it. So we try to pack with just carry-ons as much as possible, even with having a, a toddler. And I love everything that's on this list. And I get a lot of questions on social media and in our email about, how do you know what to pack? And well, sh- can you show me what you pack? So basically that's what we're going to do today.
1: And I think a lot of people find it crazy if you if you're not used to packing and carry on and you are coming from the hey I take as many check bags as possible as they'll allow me I, Heather and I were both in that situation me a little before her when I when I went traveling to Switzerland and yeah I was living there for four months but I ended up, I took two huge 50 pound suitcases with me and so we've been in that situation where we're used to pack A ton, And then slowly we've gotten to the point where then now we're only packing a carry-on. So if you're not there yet, I think it seems a bit overwhelming or you think, no way I could do that. But you'll see through this packing list, this is just carry-on stuff. You can really fit almost, I wouldn't say almost everything you need, everything you need. So give it a try if you're unfamiliar with packing on a carry-on. Use this packing list and this will help you get into just a carry-on sized item. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with how much you can have and stuff that you're not missing out on, because that's the thing. People always want to make sure they have something for every single situation. But if you have this capsule-type wardrobe, you're covering every situation just with less stuff.
0: Yes, and we will be talking about some of our favorite items, and those will be linked up in the PDF. So if you want to know where we have bought the things, then you can... Sign up for the the newsletter and um, yeah, get the PDF. So we'll just jump right on in into the women's packing list. We're starting with mine first because it tends to be a little more extensive than the men's, especially because Trav doesn't even bother packing toiletries. He just I, I uses don't. mine I or use whatever yours. is at the location where we're going.
1: That's a packing which tip Which is for a gamble. Men. If you have someone <laughs> traveling with you, just make them bring the toiletries, especially if it's female and they have... Makeup and all that stuff. What's throwing in an extra, like, little deodorant and a toothbrush, which is basically what I bring for toiletries? Yeah, you you already have like three, five pounds or something, three to pa- five pounds of makeup and all that good stuff. So, all that good more. stuff.
0: So, we're going to start with the women's clothing. And again, this is hard to pare down, but you can do it if I can do it. And we're going to start with some tops. So, for all of the tops for a trip, I usually bring two t shirts. I usually bring three to four dressier shirts like blouses, one to two tank tops, and one to two sweaters. And that is it for tops. It's not a lot of stuff. And if you get things that are just a little bit more simple, you know, like three of them will be just like a classic button down or, you know, something that's not heavily printed. You know, just a solid color. And then I bring one top that's kind of fun that might have a print to it that is easy to match with jeans, but you can't just keep wearing it over and over again because it doesn't match everything. Yeah,
1: flexibility is the key when it comes to... To these wardrobes having stuff that can be worn with other stuff not saying you can't have style obviously after you're super into style you can certainly be stylish but it doesn't have to be crazy eclectic because that might you don't want to bring something you can only wear one specific time like a dress that's super formal unless of course you're going to an event like a wedding where you need it you don't want to bring something like that because then all of a sudden that's taking up room in your bag and you're only using it once on a two-week, three-week, four-week trip. Right. We should also mention too that this packing list is good for anyone going from a one-week trip onwards to to as long as you want. You know, it could be an indefinite trip because of the fact that when you're packing... You're, if you're going on a four-week trip, you're not packing for a four-week trip. You're packing for a one-week trip, and then you can do laundry. Anywhere in the world, we've been able to do laundry. So don't think of it as, oh my gosh, I need stuff for four weeks. Think of it as, I need stuff to get me through a week, and then I'll just wash it, and then I'll go through the next week, and then wash it and go through the next week, right. just like so you would at home.
0: Basically, we pack for seven days, maybe a little extra for me because you know I like to have some variety. but. Yeah, we basically pack for seven days because we know that we can do laundry. So that's a really good way to look at it. Basically, the key to packing is to do a lot of neutrals and then just to have a few items that have that extra something special, the detail or the pattern. Then if it's summer travel, I always pack dresses because they're so easy to wear. It's like one outfit and then you're done. You don't have to. And you can wear it multiple times. You can accessorize it differently. So in the summer, I pack at least two dresses, maybe three if they're really thin, lightweight dresses. But if it's winter, I don't really bother with that. I mean, you certainly can if you want to bundle on tights and layers, but I don't pack dresses if it's the winter really ever. I just add an extra sweater and some long sleeve shirts. As far as outerwear... My favorite things to bring on a trip are a cargo jacket, like a nice kind of utility jacket or a leather jacket because, I mean, especially if you're going to Europe, a leather jacket's really nice because it's really fashionable. And when we just went to Croatia, it's it was May. So Trav's like, I can't believe you're bringing this jacket. It's going to be way too warm. It wasn't. I wore it almost every day because at night it gets chilly. Every day. Well, not the days that it was 75, but there were a lot of days where it was 60 and it looked really nice over a dress or with jeans out to dinner. So I like to bring either a cargo jacket, a leather jacket, or you can if it's... warmer just bring a blazer. You don't have to bring a blazer if you think that's too dressy, but they make so many cool blazers right now that are very casual. One of my favorites is from J. Crew. It's like a sweater blazer, like a cardigan. And it just you can throw it on with anything. You can throw it on with a t-shirt or with a tank top and then you just kind of look a little more put together. If it's a little bit colder, you can pack what we call the packable puffer. And Trav and I both have this on our list. You can get them anywhere. Literally every single store seems to sell a down packable puffer that you can just put in a little bag and it, you know, packs down into, I don't know, maybe the size of, a water bottle almost, <laughs> they they can get really small. So we throw those in. If we're going somewhere, we know it's going to be cold. Even when we were in Norway in August a couple of years ago, we both had one because some places, even in the summer, get chilly.
1: Yeah. And these lists that we're giving you are good for, I'd say, 80 to 85 percent of climate ranges. Obviously, you're going to tailor, you know, maybe more T-shirts or more dresses if it's warmer, not a packable puffer. You know, if you're going to a warm weather climate, obviously, or especially if you're going like Southeast Asia, somewhere on the equator, you're you're not going to need a jacket at all. There are very few examples where you're going to need more than this, and maybe you would even need something within carry. And I remember this one couple talking to me saying, ah, "Hey, I travel. It's great you could pack on a carry." And we can. I'm thinking, yes, you can. And they said, "Well, we're adventure travelers. You yeah. know, we're going to like Antarctica. We need these super heavy." Boots and we're going Definitely. trekking on an iceberg. All this stuff, I'm like, sure. So unless you're doing that <laughs> kind of travel, this is going to be pretty solid for you. Obviously, you'll mix and match what depending on on the climates. But we've used these packing lists to take trips where we've actually gone between climates, where it was you know, shorts and t-shirt and sandal weather for part of it. And then you got somewhere else and it was like down to 40 degrees. And so you needed you needed layers. And that's another tip too, when we say pack stuff that's flexible, but in what it looks like and can go with a lot of other stuff, but also pack stuff that's flexible when it comes to being able to layer. So you have a t-shirt, you have a long sleeve shirt, you know, you have a cardigan. If you can have three or four layers on, you're going to be pretty warm and you might not even need a super heavy jacket then as well. So you can get away with a packable puffer and a few layers, even if it's almost down to freezing temperatures.
0: Yes, absolutely. And another thing that how our travel has changed and how our packing has changed is because we buy less things and we travel with less stuff, we tend to get higher quality items. So if you're going to bring one sweater, maybe it's a very nice soft wool sweater or cashmere sweater, which there are tons of affordable options right now. I linked one up in our PDF that's, you know, around $100. That's going to keep you warmer with the puffer on top that it just makes it a better option for you than, you know, just going to H&M and buying a $20 sweater. Like that's not going to keep you warm. So some of these pieces might be investment and maybe not everybody can afford that at certain times in their lives. But if you're buying less stuff and you're getting higher quality pieces, it's just, it's better for the environment because it will last longer. And it's also better because it'll be a, a nicer option for when you travel.
1: It also leads you to pack less because you have less decisions to make as well. If you, if you have three pairs of pants and you're bringing two pairs of pants, well, okay, only one of them sitting at home. If you have 12 pairs of pants, you're bringing two. Now you have to be like, Oh, should I bring this one? This, one, you know, it's, it just makes things easier with less stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to the hardest part for me, which is shoes. I always want to bring so many shoes. I have a shoe problem.
1: I think this is the hardest part for most people, men and women. Honestly, you know, the old joke is like, you know, women and, and their shoes. But I've seen men who have quite a few pairs of shoes. And so I think when it comes to packing in a carry on, this actually is the toughest part for people to get around is shoes because they're usually big. They're bulky. Now, we're going to give you some that aren't that reasons we like them is they're comfortable and they don't take up a lot of room. But this is where you really have to maybe do some work to get into a carry on both men and women finding the right shoes that work that aren't clunky and just paring it down. You you shouldn't be bringing more than three pairs of shoes, whether you're a man or a woman. And if you can get those down, all of a sudden, you've got some room for clothes.
0: Yes. And I have to say, I don't think I have ever brought less than three shoes before on a trip. I've definitely brought more. And that's usually if it's summer travel, I might have an extra sandal in there. For example, I will always pack a pair of flip-flops, like Javiana flip-flops, because if you're at the beach, or you are showering, or walking to the pool, those are super small, and I will put them in my bag and kind of not even count them as an extra, you know, as a fourth shoe. But overall, breaking the rules. I'm breaking the rules. Overall, I try to bring one sneaker, one dressier shoe like an ankle boot, and a pair of um, sandals or like a. Flat, so just depends on the weather. You know, if it's summer, I probably am not going to pack an ankle boot. I'll probably pack two pair of sandals and a sneaker. So the you can obviously change this up however you want or whatever's most comfortable for you with traveling. But we have recently started traveling with. One of our favorite sneakers ever, and that's our Suaves sneakers. And they are so lightweight, but really comfortable. So they take up hardly any space in your suitcase at all. And for me, I would definitely pack them through any warm season. If it's really cold in winter, because they are a fly knit material. I get really cold. I probably wouldn't take them on a winter trip. Trav said he'd be fine with that. Yeah, I mean, but, you'd
1: wear socks with them and yeah. your feet would maybe be a little cold. I mean, if you're going somewhere where you know the temperature is going to be near freezing, we're talking like 40 degree Fahrenheit and under for the whole trip. Yeah, maybe I would be bring something that's a little more closed. But other than that, I think the swabs are fine. In the summer, I wear them without socks and so they you know they let your feet breathe so it's it's similar almost to wearing sandals and i love sandals we'll get to my packing list in just a second you know because your feet are getting that air in them and then when it's just a kind of a fall or spring temperature you can have them with socks without socks and you know obviously they're going to be warmer if you're wearing socks so you just bring a few pairs of socks you have these shoes and it's just one pair of shoes and they pack they pack down to almost nothing.
0: Yeah. So they're awesome. We love these sneakers. And that sums up the shoes. Try not to pack too many. I know it's hard for a lot of you out there, but really three shoes, maybe four max if they're really small and lightweight, you can get away with that.
1: Yeah. One of the things we should mention too. another rule for packing light, and we're kind of throwing these out as we're going through the list, is that you can buy stuff at Where you're going, right? Like, people always are afraid that they're not going to have everything that they need, forgetting that probably wherever you're going, unless you're going on some crazy exotic trip, you're going to be able to buy stuff. So, Hath, you mentioned, for example, having a pair of Javianas sandals or something, or something for the beach, like a, you know, just a rubber pair of sandals that you don't really care about as much. If you don't have them at home or or you don't want to bring them, Go to the beach when you're in Bali. We've done this, you know, buy a two dollar, three dollar pair of sandals just for the beach. And then if you get rid of them after a day or after a week, no big deal. Now, we said usually we try to buy higher quality stuff. That would be an example, though, of something that you could just buy just for that circumstance. Obviously, we've, you know, because of Heather, been at uh, (laughs) H&M's and Zara's and all that kind of stuff around the world. So one time we were in Paris and it was cold and I didn't have a good sweatshirt. And we went and I bought like a $25 sweatshirt and I still have that sweatshirt today. And this is like seven years later. So you're again, if you're going to normal places... If you forget something or, or you brought some, or you didn't bring something because you thought it was going to be different temperature, you can obviously go out and get stuff as well.
0: Yes. And another tip that we do is to wear your heaviest clothes or shoes on the flight so that it doesn't take up space in your suitcase. So, you know, if you're going to bring a bigger sneaker or a clunkier shoe and it's comfortable enough to walk around the airport, that's what you should wear on your travel day. Now, I almost forgot. I skipped over my bottoms. I did tops, dresses, outerwear, and shoes. And then I see on my list here bottoms. Of course, you need those. And I usually pack two pair of jeans. If it's winter, I will probably pack an extra pair. And, you know, because I'm not bringing any of my dresses or shorts. Um, if it is summer, I will bring one to two shorts. That's it. Yeah. Just, you know, as little as possible. And if you don't want jeans or you only want one pair of jeans, I might put in a nice legging or a drapey slouchy pant because those are really, really comfortable for travel. So you can just change it up however you feel comfortable. As far as the rest of the stuff that takes up space in your suitcase, which is so annoying, I'm always like packing my clothes and I'm thinking, oh, I have so much room. And then I put in my underwear, my socks, my bras, my pajamas, and it's taking up so much space. But you have to travel with this. Uh, well, pajamas,
1: <laughs> I mean, I do not travel with pajamas. So well, I know, you don't but have you're
0: to. a guy. So it's okay for you to walk around in your underwear. But if you're traveling with friends, family, I can't just walk around in my bra and underwear. I don't think that, you know, when we were in Croatia, your parents would enjoy seeing that. So usually I bring set pajamas because then, you know, you can of course just wear a t-shirt that you've packed, but I like to wear something that I haven't been wearing out all day. So I'll bring an actual pair of pajamas and I'll wear them the whole trip just to bed. I won't wear them out and about. So usually bring Good. two. You're not
1: wearing your pajamas out and about. I like to hear.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> I usually bring two sets of pajamas, three bras, so two regular bras, one athletic bra, three to five socks, and ten pair of underwear. Now I know I said pack for seven days, but I always bring more than seven pairs. If you're
1: going to pack more (laughs) things, make it underwear for sure. I'm (laughs) even with guys like I I do that. I'm okay. I could get by with wearing the same T-shirt or the same pants or this or that socks and underwear. I don't want to wear again. And if you're out doing stuff and walking around and sweating and stuff like that, those are things that, yeah, you can wash it, but you don't want to have to do wash just to clean socks and underwear. And yes. We've done it. You could do it in the sink, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've done that
0: too, but but it's just annoying. Just pack.
1: Those don't take up a lot of room. So if you're going to pack extra stuff, make it socks or underwear. (laughs) Yeah, especially underwear.
0: All right. We will just jump into the accessories and then we will be done with the women's I promise,
1: guys, we're getting to you soon.
0: My accessories, I try to keep minimal. I always bring a hat, whether it's a beach hat, a fedora, a baseball cap. I just love traveling with a hat. covers what up exactly your hair. What exactly is
1: a fedora?
0: You know, it's- It's like a little it,
1: writer's
0: no, hat? No, it's like, a, it's a fedora. It's a wool or a straw, like a Panama hat, something like that. Oh,
1: I thought fedoras were the little smaller ones, like a <laughs> like smaller a news, brimmed- a newsboy cap? Kind of like what Jonathan Penner on Survivor used to wear. I
0: don't even know okay. what that means. Anyway. I don't know what that means.
1: If you guys like Survivor, you know Jonathan Penner. He used to wear the, I don't know,
0: a little thing. uh,
1: It's a fedora. I thought it was called a fedora. Maybe.
0: I'm not sure. I don't get that Survivor reference. But I like to travel with a hat. It gives you sun protection. And it can look pretty cute. I also always travel with a scarf. It can be a heavier scarf if you think it's going to be cold, like a wool or cashmere wrap. I bought one three or four years ago. It's still looks great. I've taken it on almost every trip. I bought it at Nordstrom. Side note, I got it during their anniversary sale. It was around $130. It was like 50% off.
1: I was freaking out when she got it. Wait, it was $130 after it was 50% off?
0: Yes, that is correct. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: I bought it there three or four years ago. It got a small hole in it. I took it back to Nordstrom, and they fixed it for me. Nordstrom has great customer service, and this wrap is so cozy. It's so warm. I have used it on almost every trip. I even use it as a blanket for wit now. So it is a good investment piece, and it's part of layering and keeping you warm. So You have
1: gotten a ton of use out of that cashmere wrap. Cost
0: per wear, because you talk about this with, with miles and points and how often you're going to use your miles. It's the same thing with clothing. Cost per wear. Cost per wear. CPW. So Basically, that's like a cent, a penny every time because I've worn it so much. <laughs> anyway.
1: That would be 13,000 times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I don't think you I'm really good at math. That many
0: times. <laughs> okay, maybe a dollar per wear. I've definitely worn it 130 times. I always pack a small tote or shopping bag, just something that folds up really, really tiny so that if you're out at a market or something, you don't have to use plastic bags or you can throw your beach stuff in it. Um, And then I also bring a a larger bag. So this would be my personal item. So I have my carry-on suitcase and then I have a large tote bag or a backpack as my personal item. I used to use this just for my stuff, but now that we have Whitaker, he takes up my personal item. But if you don't have a kid, you can have your own personal item and fill it with all of your extra things um, to get away with packing without checking a bag. Just gonna run through the jewelry really quickly and then we will be officially done with the women's packing list. I always bring a watch, a bracelet, a necklace and some small earrings and then one pair of statement earrings, which just mean, you know, like something that's really fun, doesn't take up a lot of space. You can pair it with all of your outfits to kind of change things up because when you're packing minimally and with neutrals, you can feel a little boring. Maybe you wanna make a splash with an accessory. So that's where that would come in. And that's it. Not too bad.
1: Not too bad. Okay, men, we are on to your packing list, and this will probably be a little easier. I have, I'm i not going to say men. Yeah, well, I don't know. It depends who you are. I think that men may have it easier than women when it comes to a packing list. Now, that might just be my personality versus your personality. I'm not sure, but I certainly have found that for me, a few different brands, as long as I stick with their stuff and I like their stuff, that the decisions are certainly easier for me because I have a few brands I like and they're starting to make more stuff. One of them is Bluffworks. You're going to hear me talk about them. And since they're made for Travelers, when I get one of their new items, I just have to sit there and say, okay, is this good enough? Yes. All right. Now I don't have to worry about it. Yeah,
0: And you are really lucky with that. You have a brand where you basically have almost your whole wardrobe from them and it takes you maybe ten to fifteen minutes to pack. I mean, you are in and out. Now of course it's you, pretty have to, quick. you have to get your electronics and all that stuff, but when you are packing your clothes Oh, the clothing is easy. It's it's so easy. And I'm really excited because Bluffworks is going to be coming out with a few women's items, I think, by the end of this year. So I'm really excited about that. But it's really easy for you because you have all of the stuff that you need. It and is. And you you are okay with wearing literally the same stuff every single I am. day. So, no matter if we're home or traveling.
1: Yes, I am. I'm totally I, fine with that. Um, but I do think that I have become much more fashionable thanks to yes, you. you have. In the last four or five years. And thanks to companies that make stuff that is great for travel but still looks very good. And so for me, I'd probably err on the side of it being good for travel, the fact that it looks good is just an awesome added benefit. Whereas other people might err on the side of, oh, I want it to look good. I hope it's good for travel. You don't have to make this decision when it comes to some of the stuff. So let me just start ripping through these. First, I usually pack when I'm talking about tops, three or four t-shirts. Now, the cool thing is Bluffworks just came out with these new t-shirts. And the beauty of them is they... I mean, I have worn these through the ringer. Like I've worn them doing yard work outside. I've worn them uh, going for like hikes, and I've sweat in them, and they don't smell. Like somehow I am able to wear these and they don't smell. It's because of the material they use. And I know that was a big part of them making these t-shirts was how can we make them so that basically like the sweat doesn't show up on them really and they don't smell, which means you can bring less. So I bring three Bluffworks t-shirts. If you want to check them out, any of the Bluffworks stuff we mentioned, you can use a promo code peanuts when you're checking out. That'll get you 10% off any of the stuff that we're talking about here. So if you hear Bluffworks... You can use a promo code PEANUTS for any of that stuff. It'll get you 10% off. So three t-shirts. I only need to bring three if I'm bringing my Bluffworks t-shirts. If I'm bringing like the older J Crew ones that I brought, just the cotton ones, I would usually bring six or seven of them Yeah, because, because you wear them once and you have wear them more often. Yeah. So um, definitely that has been a game changer and they just came out with those recently. So that is a brand new, easy way for me to cut down. I bring one to two active tops. So this is something that I would work out in. So I to go play basketball in it. I would go to the gym in it, what have you, you know, that regular dry fit stuff. You can get them. I, I usually get mine at TJ Maxx or Marshall's, whatever you can get them anywhere. Everyone knows what those are. Just active tops. And I also bring about two, but two to three button downs. And, um, these are just typical cotton button downs. I like to bring long sleeve ones because then if it's hot, I can just roll them up. I always make sure that I bring ones. So J. Crew has some that are lightweight. Um, and again, this is if you're going to like a, a warmer climate. But if I have these two button downs and they're lightweight, I can wear them in the summer in Spain or I can wear them in the summer in Europe or the US because I'll just roll up the sleeves. And so, but then if it's colder, I can roll down the sleeve. So I like that flexibility of, of a couple button-ups there. When we talk about bottom set, this is also where I think it's it's very easy for me because of Bluffworks. I will say that probably I, I love their stuff, but my favorite thing that they make is their chinos. So I like all their items. Their t-shirts are great, their blazer is great, we're gonna get to that. But the chinos make this a no-brainer. So I'll bring two to three pairs of chinos. They look great. They come in a bunch of different colors. They just released a brand new type of their chino as well. That's even better. And
0: I don't know how they could have improved upon the old ones because they are so great. But they, the new ones I'm assuming are even nicer. But the colors are awesome. The fit is really nice and modern. It's not like a wide like pant, it's just like a nice slim pant, not too skinny. So I think that they work on most people's body types. And yeah, like
1: I've got a pretty hard body type to find <laughs> pants in. And these were the first pants that I had that I thought wow these look really good because they're somewhat tapered they're not wide leg but they're not super skinny they're they're very stretchy because of the material and so when I first put these on and went around with them the very first time I thought I've never been in a pant this comfortable other than sweatpants which are made to be comfortable of course right. and they look phenomenal so these chinos these are a lifesaver to me they're the only pants that I wear even when I'm not traveling they're Awesome for travel because they're somewhat water resistant. So if you're out in the rain, they're not getting soaked. They're, you know, they have travel
0: zipper pockets. They have pockets. travel
1: zipper pockets so stuff can't fall out. They don't get stained very easily. I only, honestly, I wash them because I start to feel guilty that I have not washed them in a <laughs> long time. We're talking weeks, but you don't even really have to wash them. They're awesome. Then on top of that, if we're going somewhere warm weather, of course, I'll bring three to four pairs of shorts. I just wear regular shorts at this point. You know, a lot of the stuff that I get is at J Crew. I used to work there at the J Crew. I found their stuff to be decent quality and an okay price, especially when you're getting stuff on sale. Like I'm not spending $60 on shorts, I'm spending $25, maybe $30 at the most at J. Crew shorts. So just typical shorts like that. And again, like you mentioned, trying to get patterns and or colors that just go with everything else. So as neutral as possible athletic shorts i'll also bring a pair or two of athletic shorts and that way you know same with that active tops i can sit there and i can just go work out and play basketball and they can get sweaty and it's no big deal when we talk about undergarments Six again, six to seven pairs of underwear. I like the ones that are like the performance underwear. I do not actually really like Ex Officio. I know that's a huge travel brand. Oh, you only need two or three pairs of underwear. I don't like their how they fit. I've gotten pairs of them before. I prefer either Adidas or Reebok, just the regular ones. That, again, you can get TJ Maxx or Marshalls if you're in the U.S. The ones that are the sport ones. Um, I prefer them a lot more. Than the the way more expensive ex officio ones, because I can get pairs for six, seven bucks and I like them even more. And then a couple pairs of socks. I'll bring less socks if we're going somewhere warm weather. And I know I'm going to be wearing sandals and and swabs without socks a lot. So, yeah, that keeps it pretty simple.
0: Now we're on to outerwear, and you used to just bring a sweatshirt, which is fine, but then Bluffs came out with the blazer, which you called the hoodie slayer. I called
1: it the hoodie slayer, <laughs> the hoodie so slayer. I don't like to dress up. Thankfully, we don't have to dress up for work or anything like that. So when Bluffs came out with the blazer, I thought, well, who, who cares? Like, you know, I don't need to ever wear a blazer because I'm not going to business means I'm not traveling and saying, oh, I got to throw on this blazer because I've got a conference or anything like that. But, you know, you wanted me to have a blazer and I was like, well, is this thing as good as advertised? Is it really wrinkle free and all that kind of stuff? And there's a video of Stefan, the the founder jumping into a lake in the blazer, pulling it out, like wringing it out and it not having wrinkles. So I thought... this could be kind of cool. I was amazed at how much I love this blazer because it's heavy enough that I can wear it instead of a hoodie, instead of a sweatshirt. But obviously, it looks a bit more dressed up. So I wore this blazer to a wedding, Mm -hmm. uh, like a really nice wedding in the Cotswolds in England at a castle. (laughs) Uh, I wore this- At a castle. Yeah. It's castle worthy. I wore this to the theater in London when we went and saw a show in London with shorts. So just times where you wouldn't really want to wear a hoodie and something, you know, you felt, okay, this is a cool time to dress up. I absolutely love the Bluffworks Blazer. And so I, and honestly, one of the cool things is I wear it when we get on the plane and so you look a little dressier <laughs> and we scored an upgrade to business class yes, we did. when I had, when that, blazer had that blazer
0: on. on. It's a magic blazer. You can also, again, layer it. So if you want to wear a sweatshirt or you want to wear that wool sweater, then you put the blazer on top. It does serve as purpose as a jacket. If you're going to be somewhere where it gets cooler at night or if it's, a, you know, you're going in the fall or something like that. Yeah, so, so I- We love the blazer and you also love the Bluffworks lightweight vest, which is another great way to layer. You can layer it with the blazer. If you go to Bluffworks, I think that they do a really good job of showing how all these things are styled, and it just looks pretty awesome when they have the vest over with underneath the blazer with the chino or with the jean. It's just it's a really nice way to kind of elevate your style when you're traveling if you want to look a little bit nicer and not have to think about what you're packing. You have everything that you could need.
1: And it's a great way to make this capsule wardrobe because everything is meant to go together. And and that's the point. Obviously they didn't make the vest and be like, oh wow, we're surprised this goes with the blazer. They had the blazer first and Stefan actually said we made this vest in order to go with the blazer. So it's not it's not a dress vest. It's a quilted down vest. But it's dressy enough that you could layer it under a blazer or you could wear it on its own. Again, this I wore, we were in New York City, I wore this to New York Times um travel show where where buffs had their stand and we we're hanging out with them and this vest it was it got down to about 35 degrees Fahrenheit and I had this vest on now would I want to wear it that cold only the vest all the time no but it was warm enough to make do so unless you're going to super cold temperatures you can get away with the lightweight vest they haven't they don't have it yet but they are coming out with a field jacket, so much like you said, yes. Um, you like a cargo jacket. They're coming out with a field jacket, which I don't, ha- I haven't had my hands on yet because they haven't come out with it. But that would be kind of the next step, I think, when they come out with that. Right now, you mentioned this. I bring a packable puffer if we're going somewhere where it's going, you know, if we have to go skiing or it's just going to be anywhere around freezing. I bring a packable puffer. You can get those. At Uniqlo or anywhere, you know, Amazon has a bunch. You mentioned uh, a few places have those as well. And then I sometimes will bring a sweatshirt. Again, this depends. If I bring the blazer, one of the neat things is sometimes I don't have to bring a sweatshirt. So just depending on the environment, if we're going somewhere that's going to be cool, maybe I'll bring the blazer and a sweatshirt. But if we're going somewhere that I only need one of those, now I usually go to the blazer. And again, it's not because I want, I have to look dressed up. But you can wear it, you know, if you're outside by a campfire and you wear it with shorts.
0: (laughs) Are you wearing it at the campfire? Well,
1: I I feel like I have because in my (laughs) head I see an image of me wearing a campfire. But I don't really like
0: campfires. No. And we don't camp really either. But,
1: I mean, you can just throw it on (laughs) as an extra thing. And it doesn't – it's not like a suit jacket. It is a blazer. So it doesn't look crazy formal if you're wearing it with that. But if you dress it up, it works. When we talk about shoes – and this brings us to, again, the the hardest part for most people. Had, I have found to have... I, I have a pretty good system down now. Yes, you do. One, I always wear my clunkiest shoes on the plane, so which which just helps. But thankfully, I don't really have any clunky shoes anymore. I bring one pair of sandals. I love my rainbow sandals. I have worn these leather sandals for the last
0: 15, 15
1: 16, 17 yeah. years. I've gone through probably seven or eight pairs of them. Every couple of years, I need to get a new pair because I wear them every day and I wear them down pretty hard. So I'll bring those with me. If I need a dress boot, and this would be the one that I then wear this on This would plane. be the clunky shoe. This would be the clunky shoe. If I need a dress boot, I usually go with my Desert Boots from Clark's. You know, that is an iconic style, an yeah, iconic plan. super brand. classic.
0: You, They will never go out of style. They've been in style forever. So if you just want one dress shoe... That's a good option. Trav has worn them with his suit, with his blazer to weddings. I
1: wore them at the wedding at the castle. Yes, you did. So I had my blazers, my Bluffworks blazer. I wore Bluffworks orange chinos, which looked cool, with my desert boots. And that was formal enough for a wedding. Um, I bring these boots maybe 30% of the time. Again, I'm not going to bring it if we're going on a... Fun like vacation, and I don't need to dress up right.
0: But you're not going to bring your sandal if you're going somewhere in January, you would definitely bring this boot because it's warmer,
1: right? So, those depending on the situation, those might get flipped in and out. I usually try to bring a pair of sneakers, and so now that we have suaves, I the cool part about that is that I used to bring. Maybe two sneakers, one athletic sneaker ish, and then one that you could that you would wear out walking around, and maybe you would wear to dress up. With suaves, they fit both the mold. Now, the only time I'll bring an extra sneaker now, so I, I'll bring suaves. At this point, I can't imagine a trip I wouldn't bring them on because if I'm walking around a city and we're just out and about. Those are the shoes I'm gonna to wanna to wear. They're super comfortable. They pack up to nothing. And right. they look good if you're gonna wear them with jeans or chinos to go out to a nice dinner. On occasion, I may just bring a pair of athletic sneakers if I know I'm gonna be out running. So we're going to Canada soon, right? Our friends are big runners. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna go out running all the time, but I may want to work out. So if I want to shoe for the gym or I want to shoe to go out and you know do a big, a real hike or something like that or a real run, then I will bring just a pair of regular Nike cross trainers. But that, again, depends. So I could have as low as two shoes, suaves and a pair of sandals or suaves and a pair of desert boots. Typically, there might be a third one finding their way and just depending yeah. on
0: the And situation. a lot of times you bring your waterproof shoe and your favorite one is the Vivo Barefoot you've had for a lot of years, at least four years, the same pair. And they are plastic. Yeah, so they're like
1: elevated Crocs. Yeah, they so are. So I hate Crocs. <laughs> I've never owned a pair of Crocs. I should say- Although Wit has some now. Witt has a bunch of Crocs. I shouldn't say I hate Crocs. I've never worn Crocs. But these are plastic shoes with holes in them, but they just- they're not big holes. I have brought them all over. I used to love to hike in them, but I've you know, now I'll bring them if we're going somewhere with a beach or you're doing water sports. You know, in Croatia I brought them because I knew a lot of the beaches are rock beaches. So I you know, you bring them to wear into the ocean. So again, I'll usually pick three two or three of those four types of shoes. Um and with with the point being that almost always now I will bring those suaves because there's they're they are the most so comfortable. versatile, comfortable. The one that is, I would consider the everyday shoe for me now with the other being extra sandals. If you're going to the beach, water shoes, if you're going to the beach or desert boots.
0: Awesome. All right, so now we are getting into the necessary items, your electronics, your toiletries, your luggage, things like that, that you just kind of can't get away with leaving behind, unfortunately. Well, you definitely
1: can't get away with leaving your luggage behind. Because that is, if you're leaving that behind, then you're a better traveler than us. If you're going, and a friend of ours, Rolf Potts, did a no-bag challenge where he went around the world with literally no bag, If you're doing that, good for you.
0: Yeah, that's not something that that I'm trying to do. That's not my goal in life.
1: (laughs) No. So let's start with the luggage. We have differing opinions. I think there are people who fall on both sides of this divide. That's why it's a divide. I prefer a backpack. So I want something that I can put on my back and walk around with. If you guys have been listening to this show at all for any length of time, you know that I love my Tortuga backpack. They have a few different models out there, depending on what type of travel you travel you're going to be doing the set out the outbreaker all that kind of stuff pick which one works best for you but i love tortuga backpacks i've been using them for five maybe even six years now if you do you can use the code peanuts you can get 10 percent off any order there or you can use epop either of those codes get you 10 percent. i love my tortuga backpack i wouldn't travel without it
0: i do not like backpacks i have nothing against people who like backpacks that's good or because
1: you're traveling with one, right?
0: but i it hurts my neck i don't like having it on my back and my clothes right up i just I, I just don't like them
1: so she's literally shaking her head oh. no with her hand out like talk <laughs> to the hand i did not love backpacks
0: well i also have neck issues where i get a really stiff neck a lot of the time so when we were backpacking i do have a backpack and sometimes like when we went to southeast asia and we were traveling around a lot i did use a backpack and sometimes i still will if it's going to be a really rough trip or something but
1: We get it. You don't love backpacks. You I'd want rather, a rolling suitcase. I'd rather not a fine. rolling suitcase. And that's kind of why this works, because no matter what side of the divide you're on, we're going to give you the best of both. I just told you the best backpack has a rolling suitcase that she absolutely loves.
0: So luggage is expensive, and you can get $1,000 hard shell suitcases, and you can get $90 hard shell suitcases. I prefer the middle ground, the, the Away suitcase, the... Bigger carry-on. They have a small carry-on and a bigger carry-on. Obviously, I get the bigger one because I need that extra space. I think it's around $250 for this suitcase, which I think is a super affordable price point because it is so awesome. This suitcase I have had for almost two years now. It still looks great. It's never broken. The wheels are super durable and strong. It has a battery pack in it that you can charge your devices with it has a laundry bag it has a compression thing so that you can pack and then you know pull the compression and your clothes get smaller which is another huge benefit for me because i have to say that even though i have a carry-on it's probably almost always overweight yeah heather
1: is at she travels with a carry-on, but she is getting the biggest carry-on, <laughs> which is fine, but the also probably the heaviest carry-on on the yeah, plane.
0: If they ever make me weigh it, they probably wouldn't let me check it. But fortunately, that doesn't really happen. So I cannot say enough about how much I love the Away luggage. So- and when
1: it comes to luggage, whether it's a backpack or a rolling bag, you do want to find the sweet spot between something holding up and not being too crazy expensive. So as you mentioned, Heather, you can get really, really expensive luggage. I don't know... What a more expensive backpack or a more expensive rolling suitcase would do that these tortuga in a way does not do. But you, you know, we have gotten crappy luggage in the past when we used to travel. The The wheels
0: pop off. Yeah, the very first zippers break.
1: Big trip I took to Switzerland when I had that fifty-pound suitcase. I got off the train to to go to my house, and it was a mile and a half walk. And the wheel broke off as soon as I left the train, and I had to drag a fifty-pound suitcase a mile and a half. And I remember thinking. I'm not, and this is when I was super frugal and cheap, and I was thinking, I will pay any amount of money for a suitcase that actually works. Like This thing is so cheap and crappy. So you want to make sure if you're going to be traveling even a little bit to get something that's going to last. And that's why we like Tortuga. That's why we like Away, because whether you're going rolling or backpack, you know that it's going to be made high quality. And if something does break, they both have great customer service as well absolutely, and good guarantees and all that kind of stuff. So. Onto electronics, um, this is going to vary depending on what you need and what your needs are. If you're if you're traveling as someone who's going to be location dependent and you're working, you might need more electronics. Or and if you're someone who's not location dependent, and you're just going on vacation, you might need less. But this is what we bring.
0: We always bring our laptop because inevitably there's probably some work that we have to do on every trip, and we both use the MacBook Air basically because it's the most lightweight and we love macbooks so instead of having a pro we both use the air we love them
1: yeah kindle paperwhite i love as an e-reader because it means that i'm not online i'm just reading so of course and of course you can have thousands of books on it i don't mind bringing physical books and sometimes i do but you know that can weigh you down a bit so kindle e-reader tablet hath we we bring that an ipad all the time especially with kid they can watch he can watch bubble guppies as many mm-hmm. times as he wants yes
0: so you maybe don't need a tablet but i enjoy traveling with one and i like reading on the kindle too but if trav has his kindle i usually leave mine at home and read on the ipad or I've even been reading on my phone recently downloading books on just my phone
1: yeah we also highly recommend you bring some type of headphones whether those are the big you know noise canceling ones that a lot of people love we we have, we've used them because you get them if you fly business class. So a few times from business class, we've gotten those Bose ones. They were great. We personally haven't bought them. Uh, they're, they're pretty expensive. I'm not going to say they're not worth it. They, they probably are, but I have just recently started using wireless Jabra Elite Bluetooth headphones. I thought Bluetooth headphones, eh, these are not going to be that cool. It's super helpful not to have wires. Yeah. So just any pair of headphones, you can run that gamut of how much you want to spend but obviously just bring some headphones with you
0: you obviously need an adapter and a power strip especially if you're traveling abroad our favorite one is the bestic one it has all of the different adapters that you need for all the countries in the world and it has four i think four actual outlets, outlets and then it also has usb outlets on yeah, it like too, two
1: or four of them so
0: you can charge every single device that you bring with you with one thing
1: it's also a converter so you you don't have to then worry about like blowing it out if you're going to different countries with different voltage so it's all in one so yeah get that best tech one it's great of course make sure to bring your chargers for your electronics that goes without saying when it comes to we call these necessities now two of the most important ones and these we cannot overstate how important these are even though they're common sense or basic eye mask and earplugs
0: Yes, every trip we take. It doesn't matter if, you know, you're traveling on the plane and you want to put your earplugs in or maybe you're sharing a room with somebody who snores. You should always have earplugs. They're just a lifesaver. And we also recommend bringing some type of sleep aid to help you sleep because if you're going in between time zones, you can take something natural like melatonin. I would recommend it the very first night that you go, even if you feel exhausted because it Even if you feel exhausted when you go to sleep, sometimes you end up waking up at three o'clock in the morning in your new destination wide awake. So it just helps you get through the night with a solid amount of sleep. So whatever sleep aid you like, but we usually just travel with melatonin.
1: One of the few things that never comes out of my backpack unless it has to get washed is a travel towel. So even if I know I'm going to Airbnb's and hotels that are probably going to have towels, it never hurts to have a travel towel with you because they're small, they pack up, they dry very quickly. You know, when are you when are you going to be disappointed that you've spent like half a pound and a little bit of space to have an extra towel with you? The answer is never. So we use the ones from the Dry Fox company, which an epop listener Samantha Peck made. You can find them on um on Amazon at at Dry Fox Coast. So I love those travel towels and they have like new designs. This one also has a little zipper pocket in the corner, which is super helpful. If you are at the beach and you want to throw like keys or your wallet or something in the pocket so it doesn't get lost, there's a little zipper pocket there.
0: Yeah, just don't get it wet. Like, don't drop it in the water well, if you yeah. your wallet in there.
1: Well, I, I mean, sure, yes. <laughs> I mean, you could get it wet. Like, you can dry off with a right. towel. Yeah, you don't want to throw your towel in the water. You're correct.
0: <laughs> Trav always travels with a small notebook. He loves the moleskin Kahir... I don't know if yeah, that's kahir. how you Yeah, Kahir, just a little
1: three by five, I think it is.
0: He writes all of our travel notes and recommendations down while we're out on the road. So that's a nice little item to have. It's super slim, small, and does not take up much and space. And to
1: get away from being digital sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you can write notes on your phone. I just prefer to write them out by hand. If I'm sitting at a little cute cafe outdoor, I don't want to just be typing away on my phone because then I'll probably get on Facebook and I'll probably go on the internet. Here, I'm just writing in my little notebook. Old school. So, old school. We always bring a headlamp in case of emergency. Uh, we Not
0: like- we, Trav. Okay,
1: I, I do. <laughs> Heather doesn't earrings. care, but one day <laughs> she's going to care when there is an emergency. So I always bring a headlamp with me. Uh, we have one that we really like, again, from Epop Listener, called the 180, which it just, instead of shining one beam of light out the front, it gives you 180 degrees. It's like a little band around your head. Uh, so you can see way more uh line of sight so i just i I thought that was a great idea because one of the things i didn't like about headlamps is you only could see in front of you so you can't see anything else it's genius it's genius so yeah the 180 we'll link that up that everything is linked up in the pdf that you can get if you join our email newsletter list uh there we're also going to have this uh in the show notes as well so you can see all this
0: so we travel with a laundry bag my away luggage comes with a laundry bag in the suitcase, but Trav's, um, he usually uses the one from Tortuga. It doesn't come with the backpack, but you can buy it on their website.
1: And packing cubes we have become a fan of. We used to think this was probably three or four years ago. We did not travel with packing cubes at all. And I thought, eh, like, what's the big deal? Packing cubes, who cares? It me, really helps. Yeah, let me give it a shot. And I actually tried to not pack with packing cubes a few trips ago, and it I couldn't do it. I thought, wait a second, why would I just throw all my stuff in here at once? So definitely uh, packing cubes for sure. You can get them anywhere. I use the ones from Tortuga. I just like to keep it all in brand. The backpack, the laundry bag, Mm -hmm. the packing cubes, they all work really well together.
0: Awesome. And Away does make the uh, packing cubes specifically to fit into their carry-on suitcases. I don't have them because we already have packing cubes, but you can get those and then they, they fit perfectly within the suitcase. So that's pretty cool. Now we're moving on to the part of the list where if you're just still one of those single travelers without any kids and your trips are super easy and you can just read and sleep and watch movies on the plane, you can stop listening now. Yeah, we always want you to listen (laughs) to the end. But here,
1: if you don't have kids, or you're not thinking about having kids, you don't have to listen to the things we pack with kids. And yeah, go enjoy your time on the flight when you watch three or four
0: movies. That was the best. I remember those days. It was awesome. It was pretty great having a toddler. Things get tricky. I mean, when he was a newborn, it was still pretty easy because he slept a lot, can't really do anything. Now that Wit is a year and a half, that kid is busy, so we need lots of things to entertain him on the trip, and We're we gonna... need lots of
1: items. His, yes, he, uh, packing. We are fine with packing on a carry on just for us. What becomes difficult is trying to get all his stuff into a carry on because again, he has multiple items. So we'll go through those now. Let's let's start with kids. Gear. Yeah.
0: And let's also start with a couple of tricks because every airline in the world will allow you to check a stroller and a car seat for free. So even though you have to check them, you don't have to pay for them. You, you know, so I guess technically we are checking things, but you can't really get away from it. And you don't have to bring a car seat with you. But if you are planning to travel by car, to rent a car seat is very expensive, so we started just bringing ours, even though it's a little bit of an extra nuisance. That way, we save money, and our favorite car seat for travel. Well, if your if your child is an infant, you can get what Trav's favorite item if, ever. I think because you love this stroller yes, so much. This is
1: my favorite. This makes having a kid well worth
0: it. <laughs> the stroller. The stroller. Um, this is called the Duna stroller, and it is a car seat and stroller all in one. It's amazing. It's so so convenient. We both love this stroller so much. However, it's only good until they're about a year and a half because they're either too tall or they get too heavy. So, it's more just for infants. Um, when they grow out of that, we really like this car seat from Costco. That's not Costco, but it's another brand. You can find no it C O S
1: C O. You can
0: find it right on Amazon. It's not fancy. It's under $100. So that way if it gets ruined or lost, you you're not too worried about it. It's not the most plush, luxurious car seat. I mean, car seats get crazy. This one's really simple. It's awesome. We've taken it on our last couple of trips. Now that Wit is too big for the Duna,
1: and most importantly, it's not that heavy. I mean, car yeah. seats can get pretty heavy. I think it's thirteen heavy, pounds. So that is the lightest weight, cheapest, best option that we found. I, I just I can't let this go by without just saying: if you have an infant and they're under a year and a half, I think it's like thirty. One pounds and 31 inches is like the thing for the Duna. This Duna stroller, <laughs> if you're going gonna, back to the if you're gonna travel a few times, it is worth its weight in gold. When your kid gets older, you can resell it. Like we had a friend buy a used one. Mm-hmm. So new, I, I, it's I don't get I, think. I think it's 500 or $600. And then our friend bought a used one for like 400 So You, you know, can resell it. They you can resell it. They're going to keep their value. Or you can find a used one. But these things are insane. Anyone I've talked to who's used it has thought has said this is genius to have a stroller it's and a car amazing. seat in one and plus your like uber driver taxi driver's face is priceless when they they look at this kid in a stroller
0: and they're like well you need a car seat to get in this and uber I'm like, Check. Give me
1: one second. Boom.
0: We got that. Fold
1: the wheels down, we got put them in, and everyone's like, what
0: is that? Yeah, so around the world, we're awesome. we
1: spreading the love of Duna.
0: Yes. It's amazing. But if, again, your kid doesn't fit in the Duna anymore, uh, we had to buy a different stroller. And we have the up baby Vista, which is a huge stroller, and I love it. But it's a little heavy for traveling. So we bought a cheaper one. And it's $150. It's the Baby Jogger city tour and you know it's not as plush and luxurious as the big stroller but it was $150 so if it gets broken or lost I mean we won't cry and it's weighs it's so lightweight I don't remember how much it weighs but it's under 20 pounds it comes with a backpack carrying bag all you don't have to buy a separate bag for it so it's a great option for a travel stroller.
1: Yeah, so that's what you're going to uh, want to get after the duna is this baby jogger when your kid gets too big.
0: Yes, and I want to mention our one of our big travel tips for traveling with an infant. If you do, check the car seat. Get a car seat bag and then you can put all their clothes in the car seat bag. You just put it right in the bag. You check it. They don't yell at you for putting the kids' clothes in there. And that's another way that we don't have to check another suitcase.
1: So you right. just put, so the, you put, put the, the kids' bags or you some put extra
0: it, diapers right in the car seat Yeah, bag.
1: his stuff in a duffel bag. And you put the duffel bag in the car seat bag. And then you check the car seat because you're allowed to check a car seat prefer. for free.
0: So this is a little travel tip. We also travel with a travel crib now not everybody does this sometimes we doesn't sleep in the travel crib he just sleeps in bed with us but we found when we don't have it that things can get out of hand
1: <laughs> yeah it's one of those things that i don't ever really want to bring because he doesn't use that often but it is nice especially if he's taking naps you can't put him on a bed because they might roll off so we bring the lotus travel crib from guava family so it's called the lotus crib it's made by a company called guava family it's definitely the lightest weight best travel crib out there we did a ton of research mostly yeah, I heather think
0: the baby bjorn travel one is also around the same it's, weight, a, little more but it's a little more expensive and i like this the guava family one and we it also has a bag that you can wear as a backpack so it's just really travel friendly if you need a travel crib
1: yeah. Then we always bring, whether we're taking a, a trip to his grandma's house for half a day or we're going somewhere for four weeks, we always bring what we call whoobies or <laughs> are known, I guess, for real I, I don't know, as lovies. <laughs> yeah, I, they're
0: I, called lovies. If you have kids, you know what a lovey is. They're it's little blankets. General little soft, you know, animal blanket that they're allowed to have when they're younger, you know, because it's not a full-size blanket. It's like a little, it's a lovie.
1: A, bring a, a lovey Or a whoobie. I I, I like the word be <laughs> better than lovey. We also bring crib sheets. Obviously, if you're bringing a travel crib, you need these sheets. Heather has some linked up that, that she likes. A sippy cup. This is super important. When it comes to having a flight, make sure you have enough water, toys, and snacks for this kid, especially as they get older because inevitably, every five minutes, you're going to have to do something new to get their attention off the fact that they're on a plane for seven hours. Yeah, be so, prepared. lots of toys, lots of snacks bring a sippy cup, and uh, you, I'm not going to say you're good to go, but you're better off than than if you don't have those things for sure.
0: Right. The last item other than clothing is a swaddle. Now, a lot of people think of swaddles as being just for newborns, but the first time we went to Florida, Whit was not a newborn. He was no longer being swaddled, but... I didn't have anything to cover him up when we were at the beach that was lightweight. So I still bring my swaddle from when Wit was a newborn because it's muslin, it's really lightweight and you can use it to throw over the stroller or the car seat or whatever if the sun is shining too much, or if they fall asleep and you don't want them to have bright space or you can sit on it at the beach. I mean, it's just multi-purpose and it's so thin and it packs up really, really light. So I would recommend bringing a swaddle whether you have an infant or a toddler or maybe even a five-year-old I don't know but definitely if you have um, younger kids
1: and the last part of our packing list comes to kids clothes and we'll run through these pretty quickly and they're fairly self-explanatory four pairs of pajamas uh, Heth loves the Burt's Bees pajamas with the little footies on them so that's just been the thing that she's been buying a lot of <laughs> um, so Burt's Bees pajamas they're cute they got a little, like, bee on the foot, too. I mean, they're cute. They're cute okay. design. They might be a little expensive, but...
0: But you can get them on sale. Whatever. We Again, it's the same with kids. You don't have to pack them too much stuff because, yes, they'll get dirty, but you can wash anything wherever you are. So we do four pair of pajamas, three pants, three shorts, seven tops, two sweaters, two shoes, and a jacket. That's it.
1: That's it. You can obviously change that out a little bit if you're going somewhere warm or cold weather, like we said, with adults more shorts, less pants. Or if you have have a baby
0: girl, which we're going to have soon, you can put in a couple dresses, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, you don't need a lot of stuff for your kids, even if you're worried that they'll get things too dirty and need a million outfit changes. Again, you can just do laundry.
1: Yeah, you could do laundry. Like we said, we gave you some of our favorites here. We gave you our list of things that we like, and hopefully that makes it helpful. We truly do believe that anyone, almost anyone—I shouldn't say anyone—if you're going to a trip to Antarctica or you're doing a Iceland polar expedition in
0: the winter, or you know somewhere super cold, an Alaskan cruise, you're going to need some heavy gear.
1: Yeah, so maybe a carry-on's not in your future, but almost anyone else can travel in just a carry-on, and and we are proof of that. I converted Heather. I, I converted myself first because I'm like, this is silly. When that back when that uh, rolling suitcase broke, and I was Lugging a 50 pound thing from the train station in Switzerland. I'm like, this is silly. Started traveling with just carry on, tried to get Heather to do it. She was not very excited about this idea, but now you've come around yes, and and you do it. And now we do it with a, a kid as well. So almost anyone can travel with just carry on. Again, you can get all the stuff we mentioned in our show notes. You can get that extra pack of com slash shows. You can also get the awesome PDF version of this, which are cool designer. Uh, Kelly made look fantastic. So you can get the PDF version of our packing list so you can print it out or you can just have it with you as you're packing. You can do that by joining our email newsletter list. You can do that extrapackpeanuts.com Check out the new site there as well. We just want to help people have as little stress as possible when it comes to this part of traveling that a lot of people get anxious about and think they're going to do it wrong and have some anxiety. It's like, it's just packing. Yeah, Don't worry. Let facts. this help you out.
0: After we record this podcast, I'm going to go pack because we're leaving tomorrow for our last flight before the baby girl comes for me anyway. And yeah, we have to pack for our trip because we leave tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So if you guys like this, give us a shout out on social media. You can do it at extra pack of peanuts on Instagram at pack of peanuts on Twitter. Let us know. Let us know some of the things that you always pack. We're always on the lookout for, for different items, especially ones that serve a variety of purposes that are flexible. Um, whether that be clothing, whether that be electronics, what have you. Let us know some of your favorite packing stuff because stuff that is on this list, this is a a seven-year working list. Some of this stuff was things that people recommended to us that we tried out and thought, wow, this is really, really cool. One of those being the Duna Stroller. So let us know some of your favorite things um, for your packing stuff that you always bring with you as well. You can do that, again, on social media. You can also send us an email. Thank you guys uh, for listening. Don't forget, especially uh, during this, we're talking about packing some of our favorite items, Tortuga backpacks. You can use that promo code EPOP. That'll get you 10% off anything you order over there. Also, Suave's, our favorite shoes, unisex hats. So you wear yours, yep. I wear mine. Thankfully, we don't have the exact same size foot because when we're both wearing our white pair, we can at least delineate whose is who. So totally unisex, awesome travel shoes. You can go to Suave's, dot com you can use the promo code epop that's going to get you 15% off your order over there so check them out those are definitely our favorite everyday travel shoes thank you guys for listening send us some love on social media send us some recommendations and until next time
0: happy free travels i'll show you soon.
1: With three hundred and fifty two commercial airports, Alaska has way more airports than any other state in the US. Second is California with only one hundred and thirty nine, followed by Ohio with seventy five, Kansas with seventy three, that's shocking, and Texas was sixty nine.